1: There's been a lot of interest in the goal country.
0: They want a checking purpose for football all the time. And providing you had a set up in that quarter, we had a real chance of winning it in that quarter. Now we've got our backs against the wall we are going to fight.
2: I'd be nervous if it was someone that knew what they were doing.
1: Doing a mid season review for the reigning premiers, the happy team at Hawthorne.
3: And they are bloody happy, aren't they? Well, are they, though?
1: And see, this is a bit of a funny year so far for the Hawks. Um, As we speak, they're sitting 6th at 6 and Um, 4. Go straight to it. Do you think that's above par or below par or spot on? No, it's below par. It's got to be, be, doesn't
3: it? It's below par, but still, as a Hawthorne supporter, you you wouldn't be nervous about that. You wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't really affect you at all, I don't think. I'm a... I'm pessimistic um,
1: yeah I, it's just the way that it's it's gone through. I mean, I think we're very lucky that um West Coast have had a perceived easy draw and have worn the flat track bullies tag, yeah because otherwise the Hawks have earned
3: that tag
1: yeah um they've their biggest loss has been ten points, and their smallest win, I think is fifty,
3: yeah. But um, I, I feel they've just done a very good job at managing injuries amongst their team and sort of shifting sort of their lineup in order to accommodate what injuries they have. So I think it shows a bit of a skill to be able to plug plug holes in their in their lineup. It's yeah, the injuries have been
1: um, there. Um, you know, you had to uh, and fairly, suspensions too. I was going to yeah. say fairly <laughs> decent ones to Lake and Frawley, but the suspensions is what killed them. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I mean there's two in particular out of the one bloody game that. There was no reason for him. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, um, And, you know, uh, Lewis set out two games. Hodge set out three games. The three games that Hodge set out, Hawthorne went one and two. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and
3: you could tell they missed him across the half-back line in some of those games. Yeah, such a smart um,
1: player. Um, it, it's the losses that they've had um, as well. I mean, um, they've kicked uh, 11-10 against um, Essendon. Yeah. Uh, I think 14-14, 13-13, 14, and nine goals, 15. Yeah. So you can see that um, accuracy in front of goal has cost them you know, probably yeah. three out of those four losses. Yeah.
3: A lot of time that can come in down to your delivery into forward 50 as well, and a lot of that comes over from how you turn the ball over from opposition's mistakes or, you know, out of goal. And I think Hodge and Mitchell have a lot to do with that. Not only if they have a, a actual touch on the ball, but how they direct and set up their yeah. forward lines for for the rebound
1: but I mean a lot of it's been set shots on goal that haven't looked that hard I mean yeah. um, Gunston and, and Bruce last year couldn't miss yep. uh, especially in set shots and this year their average um, yeah they've, they've gone from elite to average yeah. um, and that's hurt um, especially you know Bruce missing some some sitters yeah um, yeah one that um, very late in the game against Sydney that could have won the game.
3: But I think, like, opposition teams are looking at those as key people to shut down when you're looking at how Hawthorne go forward as well. So I think maybe some of it could come down to the attention that opposition defensive lines have yep. paid to those players as well. You can't just think you're going to guard roughhead and that's going to be Hawthorne shut down. So...
1: Um, yeah, and he's he's had a quiet one um, yeah. so far. But look, um, the the real danger is uh, for Hawks, like we say, six and four, you know, six, it's not panic stations. Yeah. It is below par, though. Yeah. Um, and what it means is they'll have to fight tooth and nail for the rest of the year to get a top four spot. Yeah. Um, and top two is nearly out. Yeah, um, They can only really afford one, maybe two more losses for the year. Yep. And and you can't finish top two anymore, which means an interstate club is, yep. and you've got to go
3: travelling. And you're finding um, now with sort of uh, strong interstate teams, it's much easier for them to seal out a lot of games with home home ground advantage. Yeah. And so you, you have to notch in a couple of extra wins for those teams just based on they've got a much bigger home ground advantage being secluded in, in where they are. Yep.
1: Um so, having a look at the wins then, which one's been the best win, do you think, for the Hawks so far?
3: I think the best win has got to be against g uh, I think They because... lost that game, though. Fuck, did they? Yeah. Fuck, oh, no, that's my best loss. Shit, <laughs> that's <the> Worst loss. <laughs> that's my worst loss. <laughs> Shit, my best, my best win. Fuck. Hang on. Well, was...
1: I've got it down as round one. Um yeah you, you've just Oh that's where Geelong is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: you, you had the right letter. <laughs> yeah, I was going for it. I'm looking at, 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 at no. here. Yeah.
1: I said Geelong. I mean look their wins have been big, um, all of them. Yep. But in, in round one, coming off uh back to back premierships, um Geelong uh, were looking uh, looking good actually in, in the preseason. Um and still expecting to um I picked him to finish top four. And yep. it was ruthless. Um, it was just like the, uh, the, the the grand final. Everything clicked. Um, Brad Hill looked like an absolute gun. Outlawing.
3: Yeah, and he's one of the stepped up when he needs to as well. Yeah.
1: Um, at that stage, you know all the hyperbole about won't lose a game and all that yep. kind of gear started, which was you know obviously
3: bullshit. This is just normal preseason, really. But. <laughs>
1: After that game, what I honestly thought was Hawks won't lose at the MCG for the rest of the year. Um, they lost the following week at the MCG, yep. but <laughs> that was beside the point.
3: And I think, like, everyone expected after, well, we even going into round one and after round one that. It was going to be uh, much of the same from last year, but I yep. think it's really shown that it's been it's, it's at that precipice where it's starting to get tilted on its head a bit. Where interstate clubs are starting to strengthen up, yep. and it's, it's really, hard to stay at the top. It really is, and I, I love it. I think it's a really great time to be into AFL. I think it's really good for the competitiveness about who's coming from like top six, more or less.
1: Now I've got a feeling I know the answer to this question. Yep. What's been their worst? GWS. GWS. <laughs> GWS. GWS. GWS.
3: Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. We were talking about if there's any, before, before the season, if there's one team that's going to beat Hawks, it's going to be a team like Gold Coast, who's a young, running team, hard at it, and turns out Gold Coast run on drugs, and it was really, really, we're talking about GWS. <laughs> it should have been GWS. It should have been GWS. I'll tell you
1: what, right place, right time for GWS. you coming yep. out of the North Melbourne game, where Hodge and Lewis um, were both uh, sidelined. Yep. Um, and... Uh, for me, what happened in that game was GWS just played to the best of their ability. Um, yeah. uh, Hawks, um, I mean, didn't kick straight, didn't do themselves any favours, but they were just beaten in the run of play. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, they weren't lucky.
3: They were beaten. It was almost like they were beaten in the ruck, more or less. Oh, like, Mumford hum- uh, had a just lined Yeah, and 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 they just keep pushing forward. It's almost like a rugby league team just pushing yeah. forward and just hard at it and tough players, you know, keeping your feet. And especially a young team like that.
1: At the same time, um, every time Hawthorne, you know, the defence actually held up, um, they um look for the short options. They weren't there. Yeah. They kicked long down the line to Mumford. Yep. If he didn't mark it, he was bringing it down to Shields. Shield, or yeah. else. And yep. uh, they just played their game uh, their way. Yeah. Um, it, it was almost unfortunate um, the Hawks were their latent talent was enough that they still had a shot. Yeah,
3: exactly. Um, yep.
1: But uh, no, GWS um, ran over.
3: And I think that's one of the games that just really gave GWS a bit of confidence in, in the young squad. I mean...
1: The first time they've beaten Hawthorne?
3: Yeah, and just especially, you know, the way they did it was more or less playing Hawthorne's game against them. Yeah. I think it gives them a lot of strength going forward. So,
1: um, Look, for me, I, I put their worst loss as actually the Sydney game um, yeah. because it was, you know, back to the scene of the crime. Yeah, um, like I said, I didn't think they'd lose another game at the MCG, and I don't think they've won one. Uh, no, they've won one against Melbourne. Yep. Um, and the fact that they didn't kick straight nine goals, fifteen, yeah, um, just isn't good enough. And you know Bruce had a shot on goal that could have sealed it. Yep. Um, Rioli had a great game, but fumbled a handball in the dying seconds that could have won it.
3: Yep, exactly. And I mean, nine times out of ten, probably he he. Saves a yeah. day for him. And yep. you got to have those ones off every now and then.
1: The following week, the almost mirror play happened and he picks it up, no worries. Yep. Um, it's uh, Yeah, it was a heartbreaker, that one, that um, like you say, if um, Bruce kicks the goal or Rioli gets that handball, they're top four and yep. everyone's looking over their shoulder at the Hawks again. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, it didn't turn out that way. Um, so let's look at uh, who's performing for the Hawks. Who's the, the top three?
3: Well... Look, top so, top three. I mean, it's pretty hard with the Hawks because you've got such a wide spread to choose from. And yeah. week in, week out, it's a different person stepping up, and one person maybe isn't isn't getting ta- they're getting tagged or getting held down, and someone else steps up. So, I mean, fuck, it's a tough it's tough ass to ask, top three. But yeah, uh,
1: look, I've got it as um, uh, I, I think Jordan Lewis. I mean, he's yeah. leading the. He's had a, f- a couple of games on the sidelines. Um, yep. But he's leading um, the AFL in disposals per match and averaging 32. Yep. That's not a bad effort.
3: It's fucking great.
1: Um, it's, uh, it's just a. Uh, and besides him, uh, Sammy Mitchell, who's what is he, uh, 32, I think he is now, is um, yeah. still so yeah. damaging. Yeah. Um, but that might be some of the problems with Hawthorne as well. That their two best players are two of their oldest players as well um, this year that we're still waiting for the, the next crew to come through.
3: Yeah, but Um, Hawks still have that ability to be able to recruit really well because they're a go-to club and people really want to go there. And uh, I think they're still surviving off that this year as well. We're just plugging holes that need to plug, and maybe they can get another two premierships out of this squad and see how it goes.
1: Not just that that you know they can get you know like Frawley comes in and that and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, But uh, they can also go to mature recruits. They don't have to yeah go to the draft all the time because they haven't got a top twenty pick. Yeah. You know they've been happy to trade out their their number, uh, first round yeah. draft picks.
3: The uh, thing it's kind of uh, might have helped them with the free agency rule as well was they're are a destination club that people want to go to to win flags, especially if you're a bit older, and you can play uh, um, sort of a, a role. Yeah, like I mean Brian likes the yeah. the, the poster child for that. Yeah. Um,
1: although I think they traded for him, so that uh, yeah that doesn't matter.
3: Yeah. Um, Isaac Smith had a good good that, season too. That was my other one.
1: Yeah. That was the 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 number number three in their top three at the minute Yeah, um, I think he'd be in the All-Australian squad at the minute I don't think he'd make the team but I think yep. he's in the squad Yeah. Um, when he first came to Hawthorne I said he was the worst kick in the AFL yep. um, and I still uh, he's gone from the worst kick to an average kick yep. that's okay that, that's good <laughs> enough that's good enough <laughs> that's an improvement that's all we're asking for you're doing your part Um. It, obviously he can run all day um, yep. uh, he's you know What's he got, uh, averaging 26, 27 touches a game? Yep.
3: And I uh, did not have him pegged for that aside, yeah, at no. all. Not a chance. Um,
1: I thought Brad Hill would be uh, almost a lock for All-Australian this year. Yep. But, um, yep, I did too. to be honest, I, I think Isaac Smith might have um, surpassed him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, with those two on either wing, you're, you're pretty yep. happy.
3: Yep. And, I mean, they're, they're really key, key players in setting up that fast, fast-running turnover game for Hawks as well. Absolutely. Um, so, on the other
1: scale end of it then, um, who's playing for their career at Hawthorne? To be honest, I think there's probably a couple. <laughs> you think there's? Yeah. It's, it's a tough team to get into.
3: It's a tough team to get into, but it's a tough team to really stay in as well. I think Brian Lake's probably on his way out, let's be honest. Um, he, I think he wants one more year, um, which
1: uh, he's, he's playing for his career every year Yeah, uh, yep. from here on in. And that's just what happens when you get to that age. Yep. Um, yeah, what is working for him is that um, when him and Frawley are both on the park which hasn't been many games so far yeah. they work really well together and yep. Josh Gibson running off getting more of the ball has really helped but, it has
3: actually yeah um, but
1: there has been a few times there where he's uh, some of the younger lads are starting to Yep. Um, get hold of him, and and old bad Brian comes out, and he's resorting yeah. to the the dirty tricks.
3: Yep. And if he doesn't have someone like Gibson around them, then it's really hard for him to manage. Um, a lot of those really quick players, when the ball goes to ground, like one on one, when it's in the air, you've got no problem. He can really use these maturity in his body to get under him and push him out of the way. But when it's a foot race, he obviously, really struggles. Yep.
1: Uh, look, um, in danger for their uh, careers, or at least their place at Hawthorn. Um, it, it, it's a shame to say it, but show, Showmakers is always going to be that, yeah. that person
3: I um, mean with, with a squad like Hawks it's, it feels kind of bad saying that you're going to get dropped from Hawks it's saying like you're a shoe in for, for Box Hill or something like that
1: yeah <laughs> uh, and there's a few of those players for the Hawks who are like they get dropped they go back to Box Hill yeah. dominate because they're not bad up.
3: players at all it's just you are a team it's, it's just, just it's hard to, to stay in yeah and
1: you've got older players that are just hanging around yeah and they're, they're still they're playing doing their good. job yeah exactly but um, Showmakers has been fortunate I think that Frawley's come back in because it means he can play forward a little yeah, bit more. Yeah. It's a bit more natural for him. Yeah. And, um, there's been a few of the games where he's almost uh, been a little bit selfish in front of goal yeah. and that's actually what he needs to be Yeah. because um, a few of the other Hawks are just too, uh, I'm you know 10 in from the boundary, I better pass this yeah. one off, where he's, you know, get the ball off. Oh, yeah and that's a, a great instinct for him. Yeah, but you have. To, yeah. He's always going to be playing for his career. Yeah. Um, especially now that Spanger's um playing in the VFL again. Yeah. Um, besides him, I've actually thought that Brennan Whitecross um, he's one of the coach's favorites. He's gone through two or three knee reco's and yeah. missed three grand finals because yeah. of his knees. He's finally got fit um back in, but um a couple of the games he's played, uh, he's only played four games and two of them were in the sub vest. Yep. Um and when he got on the ground, he hasn't he he's shown that he's uh, hasn't picked up the pace uh, just yet. Yeah, well, um, I'm
3: guessing he must be really good around the huddle, or good at picking up cones, or something. <laughs> Clarkson <laughs> loves him apparently. <laughs> good at picking up cones, that's what it is, man. You met a coach to be fucked picking up cones. A <laughs> be a circle work or something. Um, and the
1: last one I can say, and this is hard to say, but we've got um, three decent ruckmen. And yeah. he can only play two of them. Yep. I was just thinking the exact same thing. Um, and uh, you know, you've got McAvoy and Hale, who were the choices for the grand final last year. Mm-hmm. Um, McAvoy was fit and then got injured, and then Hale came in, yep. um, who's uh, slotting in nicely now. But uh, you can't drop Segler. Um, yeah, exactly. At, at the minute he's been handy, he's yep. um, he's got more hitouts than the rest of the team combined. Yep. Um, A bit more athleticism, too. Yeah, he, he moves well. Um, yeah. and he doesn't make uh, dumb mistakes. And you need Ruckman
3: captain. like that in this, in this game. Like, yeah. That's why you see people like Sandlands getting found out now, where you can't just be out and that Ruckman. Yeah. yeah, you've got to be able to do something else. Yep. Um, he's not um, a
1: star around the ground, but he's not a, um, a burden either.
3: That's it. And that's what you asked for in Ruckman.
1: Um, the other uh, funny one is uh, Matty Suckling, who's gone from one of the most dangerous left boots to yeah. uh, almost a liability. Yep. Um, he was dropped, I think, in round ten, and came back in with a, 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 as a late replacement. Yep. Um, and didn't really set the world on fire there either. Um, so there's a good chance that he might be going back to the twos um, at, at some stage.
3: Probably a very uh, good chance, yeah, I would say. Um,
1: once uh, you know some of these um, uh, other players come back in. Um. Okay, this is the part where we usually say how much uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much uh, danger is the coach in? Um, It's a zero.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I mean,
1: Clarkson's going nowhere.
3: Who the fuck's going to sack Clarkson, really?
1: No, um, at the moment you just go to him and say, "Look, mate, how long do you want to stay here and coach for?"
3: It was just funny when he came in. He was like the fuck Clarkson. This can't. Yeah, oh, a- shit. absolutely. And yeah. yeah, does this and no, uh, yeah, Clarkson. He's one that's just at the the forefront of coaching in AFL, and not just in AFL, but setting in the standard for coaches who are coming through.
1: Yeah, exactly. He, he's he's changed the
3: way yeah. coaching in AFL. Exactly. Goes. He's a fucking genius. Let's be honest. And, um, and what he's done for for his uh, research overseas and setting up coaching academy. Academies, things like that, and setting up the you know, coaching courses here. Yeah. Um, uh, it was pretty much off his suggestion, or,
1: or um, yeah. uh, that they set up this new the new level four coaching course. Yep. I don't think there'll be another AFL coach, uh, head coach, um, in the next twenty years that won't have done that course.
3: Yeah, and you'd hope so because I think, like, like I was saying, the. Uh, it went around the um, media rounds ages ago when the key thing was when Michael Voss got sacked. Yeah. Who was obviously knew what he's doing and and he got sacked before his time had run out and they, they made that decision and then was it four weeks into it he was four and zero or something coaching Brisbane and they were like fuck maybe we should keep this guy yeah but uh, all the board boardroom hustlings and what the fuck was going on they're giving the ass and you don't want to see people like that come in and just get chewed out and churned out by the system yeah
1: and it's um it's a lot of money that goes out to you know to pay out those coaches as well yeah exactly
3: um that um
1: i think it was danny for who even said that's a you know a massive chunk of money that's gone from the football yeah um and especially when there's a lot of clubs that are struggling with debt and, and yeah. then, you know looking for assistance you go well you just forked over yeah, five or six hundred old. How grand. much for
3: someone to do nothing? That's what you pay someone, yeah. so they do nothing.
1: And then, funnily enough, it's the the bloke who's at the top of the tree is looking at ways to sort it out. so yeah. there's not going to be those risks anymore. And um, yep. and look, it's the the way that the coach operates during the week. I think Clarkson's um, changed that as well because it is yeah. now a, I mean, there's always been assistant coaches around, but he's like by all accounts during the week he barely does a thing at training yeah like he sets up the programs and, and yeah. you know does all that kind of stuff but yeah when training sessions are actually happening he's having a kick and yeah. talking to players exactly. and that kind of stuff yep um yeah it's amazing um, whenever they the question comes up amongst fans who's the best coach going around um i can't believe that people actually have to think yeah exactly um, he's the, the best coach
0: at the minute
3: yep and, and it goes to uh, what i think uh, the real key factor of that is is that he was really sort of in the dark before he became coach of Hawthorne. Like people knew about him that sort of yeah. thing, but he wasn't a big name or anything like that.
1: Yeah, assistant at Port. Yeah, um, he, he
3: just sold his game plan well, and people had faith in him. And you know, look yeah. what happened.
1: Yeah, he got three um, four premierships, but we all know that they don't count. So yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, danger games
1: for the rest of the year. Um, look, it's, Frio. <laughs> yeah, I mean they've got sure. they've, they've got to play Frio twice yet. Um, they haven't played West Coast. They've got to play Sydney and Sydney, and they've got to host Port. Um, so that's not a, a an easy run by any stretch. Um, I've put the Port one down as the real danger game um, because they're, like I said, they're hosting Port, but they're hosting them at Etihad Stadium. Yep. Fuck knows why you put put those two out at Etihad.
3: What month? What could be at the MCG unless there's uh... there's uh, Melbourne are playing a game? Melbourne, really? I, I think. I thought no, like, they'd be fucking out skiing during winter. What are they doing? I think it's
1: Friday night as well at Etihad. Oh, my so, God. So, I mean, it's not like... I think Melbourne are playing the Saturday at the MCG. Oh,
3: hang on. Could that be when um, the soccer tournament is on I here? don't think so. so uh, okay.
1: I, 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 it could be. I
3: there's like Real Madrid and there uh, might be Manchester United and maybe Juventus.
1: It's in late August. So oh, okay. I don't know the soccer schedule. But either way, I mean remember the prelim final those two put on last year?
3: Yeah, yeah. And you're
1: going to go put them in Eddie
3: hat? Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: and besides the fact I think Hawthorne played better at MCG than anywhere else. So yep. it'd be in our best interest to have it at um, the MCG. Yeah. So I mean, that's a real danger game for them. Um, especially if they want to have top four um, aspirations. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's just about
3: covered them off except for the big one. Where do you think they finish? Finishing spot? Oh, my God. I mean, it's really... Are they top four or are they not top four? And how will they you know, end the season? But, I mean, I can't see Collingwood staying top four. No. And I can see G2S maybe sneaking in top four with a home ground record. Yep. And so um, it's looking like it's going to be, if Hawthorne can get above G2S, maybe Sydney too. So I'm going to say, I'm going to pick him getting in fourth spot above yep. G2S. Yeah, I think they might sneak into the four. Um, yep. but
1: I don't think they'll get top two I think the top yeah. two Yeah. set yep. um, Frio and Sydney um, are just chugging along yep. um, four losses already um, they're probably going to lose another one or two just on you know just, the, yeah that's the way it goes the, the way it goes yep. um, which means six losses which is just too many
3: and, and if you're four spots set coming into round what was it 22 23 whatever up yep. to these days then you're not going to be trying too hard you're going to be resting players and setting up your final strategy
1: the good thing, thing for them is they've um, six and four but they've got the best percentage in the yeah. league because they're like we said they a long way too their biggest loss is uh ten points yep. and their smallest win is is ten goals yeah um, some of that. they've still got two games against Carlton to come Ooh. Um so there's more percentage boosters yep. but um you know like I said yeah have a look at uh, as the top eight sits right now um Hawthorne don't have a win yeah uh, against any of them yeah, um, And they haven't played West Coast, they haven't played Collingwood, and they haven't played the Crows, and or, or Richmond. Um, yep. So there's half the eight that they haven't played, and the other ones yep. that they have played, being Frio, Sydney, and GWS, they've all lost to.
3: I mean, it's pretty much from, what's that, sixth down to twelfth at the moment that are really fighting for those spots. Yeah, Like, um, Essendon and Saints are still a couple of games off yeah. pace, but... They're going to be the the spots that are fighting for finals, and And it's going to make a great race. Hawthorne needs to
1: separate themselves. That's exactly right. Yep. Um, and th- that means the other danger game for them is you know out of the bye against Adelaide in yeah, Adelaide. If they lose that, then they're you know struggling to make the eight for the rest yeah. of the year.
3: And, that, and that's the worst thing. If you kind of drop out the drop out of the top four, you're in danger of playing for finals like literally spots. Like you could drop week as week. as as low down as twelfth with a loss. Yeah. So your percentage end yeah, obviously your week to week winning is going to be really really handy.
1: Um, look the only the, the positive is there's lots of upside to them. Um, uh, Ruffy hasn't fired yet um, yep. their goal accuracy has gone from the, the envy of the league to average yeah um, there's still um, a, a, a few players to come back in as well um, so I mean, it, it still should be okay yeah um, but look if Hawthorne finishes fifth or sixth, I think they can still go a long way.
3: Yep. Um, I, I think to be honest I'd actually like to see him finish fifth or sixth and put the whole run in during the finals because I think they'll be electric that's it. It, it I think it'll be absolutely amazing exciting final series
1: if they do finish fifth they could be the first team to win the um, uh, win the premiership from outside the top four since the uh, changed final I mean, the
3: Crows wouldn't it the Crows would be the last one to yeah. finish from, win from six, I think uh,
2: say hello to a new era of mental health care
1: they went from fifth and, and sixth I think but, yeah. um, and that was before the revamped final system yeah. so yeah, um, yeah nobody's made the grand final from outside the four since then yeah yeah. Um, alright well I think that's got the, the happy team of Hawks yeah. who could be happier but um, still okay
3: they're still flying there we are Did you hit half an hour 23
1: that's a